0: Nothing this French has been this overhyped since Fry's Stone the Banowitz hit the open. On your mark. Get set.
1: Go! You are listening to Ken LaVica live. What? Did we just become best friends? Yep. Do you wanna go do karate in the garage? Yup. Turn it up! Turn it up!
0: Now, live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Well, we can tell Jeanette's back. Things are broken and she's filming TikToks. You missed broke her microphone three seconds before the show went on the air. She's now holding it like she's a singer. Are you okay? I don't know. I don't know. It's been a while since I've been
2: back. So Very could,
0: excited. Could we please get a picture of her <laughs> holding her microphone? I mean, just holding it because it broke. It exploded into a million pieces as we were going on the air. So, yeah, the minute Queen is back. And Victor Wembenyama, I said it yesterday, Stone, Victor Wembenyama is going to be... A San Antonio Spur. I said that it was the best thing for him. I said it was going to be deserved for the Spurs franchise. And sure enough, the ping pong balls go in the Spurs' favor. But my God, can we pump the brakes? Because this guy, Victor Wembenyama, when you hear him broken down, hear him analyzed, it's almost as if this is the second coming of Christ himself, as if he is coming back to earth, as if the world is about to meet its reckoning, and Christ is coming in the form of a 7'5", lanky Frenchman. It's incredible. I've never, ever, ever heard anything like it, and that includes in a league where LeBron and Shaq, in my lifetime, were drafted into the NBA. Ken Lavica live on a Wednesday. Here on ESPN 106.3 free ESPN app and on your smart speaker. and Anna John Levine Action and Attorney Studios, downtown West Palm Beach, Phillips Point Towers, off of the very hot, the very uncomfortable Intracoastal. Stone the Friday Night Lights, Radio Life partner. He runs this catastrophe until two o'clock and back in her Wednesday seat. It is the Minute Queen, Jeanette Javier. Uh, Jeanette, what do you know about Victor Wembinyama? He's French. Mm-hmm. He's seven three. Isn't he 7'5"? 7'5". Seven, five? seven, five. seven five. I was close. Well I I suppose though, when you're seven five or you're over seven foot, you can just throw that inch number in there. Uh, it's all pretty interchangeable he's, at that point.
2: He's taller than the clearance poles on parking garages. That's for sure.
0: Is he is he taller than the, the clearance pole in our parking garage? Uh depends what parking garage. I know,
2: I know for sure it's taller than the FAU parking garage.
1: I think ours because is because the
2: former basketball player that uh. I dated was taller. <laughs> Than the FAU parking garage,
1: I believe the Phillips Point parking tower that is eight and a half. Is that eight and a half? Okay, he's not taller than that. Um, But
0: but you're right. You're right. I suppose there's parking garages where he'd have to duck in order to walk through uh, the clearance. From Uh, I want you, Jeanette, to hear Adrian Wojnarowski. And by the way, the NBA draft lottery was thrilling last night. That was good stuff. That was really good stuff last night. The San Antonio Spurs have the number 1 overall pick. They are going to take Victor Wembenyama. I want you to listen to Adrian Wojnarowski on ESPN last night answer the question about how big a prospect, how historic a prospect Victor Wembenyama is. This is the most highly anticipated player to ever enter the NBA, and this is maybe not only the greatest prospect uh, in the NBA's history, maybe the greatest prospect in the history of team sports. Wow. The greatest prospect, not only in NBA history, but maybe the greatest prospect in the history of team sports. I mean, that's a pretty lofty claim. As good as Victor Wembenyama is... We're starting to get a little insane, right? Like, that almost seems like we're getting caught up as a prisoner of the moment. I, I, I think Victor Wembenyama is an unbelievable talent, and no, we have never seen a 7'5 guy handle and move like Victor Wembenyama. That said, if we're talking about the whole history, Jeanette, of team sports, can't we just pump the brakes a little bit on Victor Wembenyama, or are we just trying to drive up TV ratings right now?
2: I think you can pump the brakes a lot more. Than a little bit, it is overwhelming, and I think uh, a little unprofessional at times how obsessed they are just, with him right now. I, and I, he hasn't stepped on on like an NBA professional court, it,
0: right? He has destroyed a bunch of six four European guys for the entirety of this point of his career in Europe. He's got outstanding skill. He's incredible, and he might translate to the NBA game. I think he will. But to just make the claim that there's a lot of steps you have to go through to A, become an all-star, B, become uh, an MVP candidate, C, an NBA champion, D, a Hall of Famer. There's a lot of in-between from coming from the Parisian suburbs to translating to the NBA. He is a unicorn. There is no doubt about it. As Tony Romo puts it, alien! Alien! That's my Tony Romo impression every time he talks about Josh Allen. <laughs> Alien! Um, but man, like Adrian Wojnarowski, who's someone who, big FAU fan, by the way, he was at the Sweet 16 game against Tennessee sitting right behind me, and that man was pumped when FAU went in on its run to put away the balls in the Sweet 16 at Madison Square Garden. So I'm not going to say anything ill minded of Adrian Wojnarowski, but oh, man, Woj, chill, dude. Like, chill. Chet Holmgren. Last year, billed similarly to Victor Wembenyama, and by that I mean like a popsicle stick, in summer league, he went at LeBron one time, and his whole body broke. His entire body broke. So, so Victor's not ready yet. That's my biggest beef with the whole situation. Well, speaking of beef, I mean, Victor doesn't have it. That's, that's what, the problem. Exactly. Your biggest beef is he has no beef. He, well, he's tall, uh-huh. but that's it. Oof. And he
2: can play on the court, but that's it. There's no muscle to that guy. Gotta
1: put some beef on him.
2: hundred <laughs> percent. Some prime. I could probably snap him enough.
1: Grade A Amer. what? Uh American Not beef. Not like that. Oh, okay. I I think where Woe's just coming from when you think about guys like LeBron coming out of St. Mary's, like there were guys in the league with his similar build as far as being that 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 six eight, right? That that hefty guy who's already over two hundred pounds. But for Wembenyama's Yama's case. He's seven foot five, right? You don't see that very often. Chet was big, right? We've seen seven footers. There's plenty of seven footers in the league. There's plenty of seven footers that have played in the league. But to have a guard handle, to have the shot that he does, to be dangerous on the perimeter, there's been nothing like him. So that's where we is right, coming right. from. And,
0: and, and so I agree with that. I agree with that. But then to extend it to history of team sports and from a hype standpoint, I, I, you you weren't old enough to remember when LeBron was in high school. I mean, we're talking this dude. I remember sitting in my freshman dorm room in college watching on ESPN, on prime time, on a Wednesday night, LeBron play with a full pregame show and a full postgame show and Jay Billis and Dick Vitale and the entire thing. Bob Costas sitting down in interviews asking LeBron about the prediction that he's going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. The buzz was absolutely incredible. He was a sure thing. So I get Victor Wimbenyama like LeBron. We hadn't seen anything like it before. Here's the difference. LeBron came out of high school already. Out of high school. Out of high school. Wimbenyama's already, what, 20, 21 years old? Yep. LeBron came out of high school, a full-blown linebacker who could handle who could shoot the three, who could tear down rims, who could rebound, who could defend, who could pass. Wembenyama's what, 19? 19 years okay. old. Guy. That's what I thought. I mean, he, he, he's not flat out coming out of high school, though, like LeBron was. LeBron, at that build, a linebacker, a linebacker, could do all those things. I get Wembenyama can, but LeBron was thick, and he was pro-ready because his body was pro-ready. Victor Wembenyama's body is not pro-ready yet. And it's just, I think he's going to be great. He could be a transcendent talent, but to say the greatest prospect in the history of team sports, can't we just chill for a moment?
2: Can, you, can we find out how much he lifts? What's his squat like?
0: What do you lift, bro?
1: I mean, it, it's a tough spot to be that big. It, it's tough to bench press. It's tough to squat. I'm sure he does it in all other ways. I'm sure he focuses more on stretching and honestly, elasticity, all those kinds of things.
0: Basketball, basketball weight training is vastly different from the type of weight training Jeanette, you do, and the type of training that Stone did, or you know, from a football perspective. Yeah. Uh, it's it's much more it's just a much different approach. So I don't Fair. even think I, I would doubt he even bench presses. Yeah, right, that's what I mean. I, I definitely don't think he bench presses. That's yeah. I not, doubt Really? I, I doubt he bench presses. And if a he professional does, athlete but if he does, doesn't he, bench press. If he does, he's not bench pressing for weight, he's bench pressing for reps.
1: Yeah, and a lot of it's going to be free weight. I mean, Jeanette, it, it, it'd be funny to to watch me breast, bench press at five foot ten to where my arms go, the links they have to go, to then watch a seven yeah. five guy with an eight foot wingspan try to bench Stone's press. Stone's going to look like a T Rex, exactly. That'd so, so one thirty five for him is like translation for a guy who's five ten, yeah. like two twenty five. Like, like you, it just doesn't work. You try putting up big weight with th- that eight foot wingspan,
0: <laughs> like that's just it, it's really difficult to do. Like, all, I'm not saying that he can't put weight on, and he won't put weight on. He will. What I'm saying is that LeBron, with all the hype around him, greatest prospect in the history of team sport, Adrian Wojnarowski, LeBron was ready already once he got to the NBA. Shaq Mm. was ready already by the time he got to the NBA. So Shaq was very one-dimensional because he was a true traditional big man. He came into the league when you still were able to have a true traditional big man. Didn't have to have a handle. Didn't have to be able to shoot. But Shaq built like a Mack truck, a diesel truck, right? Shaq Diesel. So you knew that his body was going to be able to withstand the NBA punishment right away. I just go to, and, and Victor Wembinyama, I think, is light years ahead of Chet Holmgren. Chet Holmgren, great college player. I don't think he's going to be a good NBA player. Sorry, Oklahoma City fans. I don't know any Oklahoma City fans who would be listening right now. But look what happened when Chet Holmgren, in an exhibition game in the summer, went at LeBron one time, or LeBron went at him one time. What happened? He cracked into a million pieces and missed the year. So this is my concern right now about Victor Wembenyama. How impactful can he actually be in year one? And can you say someone is the the most hyped, the most significant prospect in the history of team sports is if he's not going to be able to give you legitimate impact in year one? I think he's going to be the most catered to
1: prospect that we've seen in team oh, sports. Oh, no
0: doubt. Like, he's. More, more, more so than Zion. That's
1: obvious. Like, he's going to get everything that he needs. And when you talk about going to a place like San Antonio, which, although they haven't been winning in recent years, they're still a well-oiled machine. Well, like They're going to take care of Victor.
0: Well, they, I mean, the Spurs, uh, they have a track record of developing David Robinson, uh, developing Tim Duncan. Pretty sure they understand what it takes to develop a big man.
1: Yeah, Boris Diaw. I mean, there's plenty of other guys that throw in the mix. Tony Parker, just name it a couple right, French guys. I was going
0: to laugh at you. <laughs> okay. I was going to laugh at you, but Boris Diaw is a legitimate drop for someone who is an integral part of a championship team. No doubt about it. And French.
1: <laughs> and French. And French.
0: I, I see a theme yeah, here. And, and French. There I is see a theme. There is a French theme.
1: So it fits. And I think another thing Woj has going for him in regards to trying to defend the the statement that he made is that... He is ready for the pro game right now. Like this is where the game is headed. Like he totally jumps into the NBA at a time where the league loves long winged guys who can play the sure. post. And, and he's comes the longest the of long wings. Yes, and from right. a
0: skill. St- this is what's unique about him, though. From a skill standpoint, yeah, he's he's there and he's unlike any other big man. But he's deficient physically. Yeah. I mean deficient. And I don't make. I don't want this to sound mean, but Go. Victor Wembanyama standing next to uh, Brian Windhorst last night. <laughs> I was jarring. <laughs> it was one with they're two very differently built human beings. <laughs> I'll put it that way.
1: Yeah, there was a video that dropped of Killian Mbappe, who's five foot ten inches, and him next to Victor. I mean, Killian had his head all the way back, and it looked like two different human beings. Yeah. It Looked like somebody was on stilts.
0: No, Victor Wembanyama looks like two little people. Yeah. standing on top of one another with a trench coat. <laughs> on. Right, like, he looks like he's two little people in uh, a a costume of a large French black man. Like that's that's what Victor Wembanyama looks like. It's accurate. It's crazy. Um, but let's play that Adrian Wojnarowski cut one more time. This was right before the NBA draft lottery last night. Adrian Wojnarowski on how big a prospect Victor Wembanyama is. This is the most highly anticipated player to ever enter the NBA. And this is maybe not only the greatest prospect uh, in the NBA's history, maybe the greatest prospect in the history of team sports. Wow. I just, right now, feels overhyped, man. It feels overhyped. Like, let let the kid actually come to the United States of America and get into a camp before we're going to start calling him the most highly anticipated prospect in the history of team sports. I mean, my Lord. What's something or someone you find to be completely overhyped? What something or someone you find to be completely overhyped? Eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. 760 3776 I suppose it doesn't even have to be sports. Eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. 760 3776 Tweet at us at KLV 1063. 888 760 3776 I'm gonna have a confession right now for you. I Hello? have watched the first I I'm I was late to the Ted Lasso party, watched first couple episodes. I'm a little underwhelmed. Seems a bit overhyped. I Ted Lasso ha- seems a little bit overhyped. Wow.
2: I haven't seen one episode.
0: I have neither, but uh,
1: it is a hot take for sure. Uh,
0: I know that it's beloved by many, and uh, I know that it's a feel-good. Maybe that's why it doesn't, it doesn't uh, resonate with me. It's a feel-good show. But Ted Lasso, my, my toe dip into it, my dalliance with it, seems a little bit overhyped. Are you going to take it on a second date? I'll, I'll give it another shot. I'll give it another shot. I'm not a hidden quit it, but it needs to show me something. All right, it needs to show me something. Uh, what is something or someone you find to be completely overhyped? Eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. Eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. 3776 Twitter is open at KLV1063. I see you fixed your mic, by the way. Well done. Thank you. Mechanical engineering uh, in motion right there. It's
2: the MBA degree. That was coming, really, I, I'm coming re- into
0: your... really impressed. Thank you. Uh, what, what's something overhyped to you, Jeanette? Ice cream. Excuse me?
2: Ice cream. It's so overrated. It is not the best dessert. I would even put it in the top five desserts.
0: Definitely did not see that coming. And I almost <laughs> choked on my coffee. One more time.
2: Ice cream. Ice Lavo cream. In I thought, Spanish.
0: I thought something sports was coming, and then we got an ice cream dropped <laughs> on us. Well, you said anything. No, no, you're right. And you're
2: right. so when you said anything, I was like, okay, I'm going to open the floodgates here. Ice cream. But Don't.
0: what's the problem
1: with ice cream?
2: It's
0: just. It's too delicious.
2: Frozen flavored <laughs> things.
1: It's cream. It's, it's frozen it's cream. It's no. Frozen flavored. Ice cream. Majestic it's it's beauty. Got a
2: milkshake. It's a frozen milkshake. There's right. nothing wrong with being a yeah, frozen so
1: milkshake.
0: Where where's the disconnect? Right.
2: Here? Ice cream is just overrated. I don't understand why people are so obsessed you with realize it. There's it's a bunch is, of empty calories and just not good.
0: It, there's ice cream that exists outside of vanilla, right? Yes. Okay. What does that tell <laughs> you about a person, too, if they like vanilla ice cream? What does that tell you about a person? If they just they'll take a couple of scoops of vanilla.
1: I don't know. They're a serial killer, right? Yeah, they're a serial killer. I don't know what it tells you, but there is a red flag I'll tell you, it's psychopath behavior. I mean, it
0: is. You're going to get murdered if you get into a relationship with this person. Um, I, I don't, I've never, this is God's honest truth, I'm 38 years old. I've spent 38 years on this planet. I have never met anybody, even the most healthiest of human beings that have existed, that would ever sit there and tell me, ugh, ice cream? I don't get it, man. You you have made history today in my life, Jeanette. You today. have had you you have you have told us, the general public in a top fifty radio market in the United States of America in a prime sought after radio time slot day part that you find ice cream, the entire
1: dessert ice cream to be overhyped.
2: I said what I said, and I stand by it. Don't take me out for ice cream.
1: Yeah, I want to take yours a little further, Ken. So you're 38, I'm 24. Adam, yeah. together, that's 62 years. That's yeah, true. Combined, good, good math. 62 years combined. Also, didn't see math coming after an ice cream drop like that. That uh, I as well have never heard that. So yeah. 62 years combined. Wrong, and we've the, never heard it. The only
2: ice cream that I would actually like put my money down and buy again. It's not really ice cream, but it's gelato, right out of Rome. I had some outside of the Coliseum, and it was really good.
1: Okay. I hate, I, mean, I definitely hate this. What about custard? Frozen custard? I even hate to ask the question. but Don't I'm just, just,
2: even bother. The the sound, the word custard it's, in itself is I'm not a huge custard fan. A little it's, too
1: uh, thick for my liking. Yeah, I mean, I was going to say no. it's similar to gelato in a sense. just a little thicker, but okay. Well, where are, you at with, where are you
0: out with frozen yogurt?
1: A little fro-yo? You're oh, a, fro-yo. A, <laughs> a little fro-yo, right? You're,
2: you're a farce.
1: I'm a farce.
0: You're
2: a farce. What like, about just a get Menchie's? the real like, thing. Like, just why? get the real thing. Why you think The real calories? thing is ice cream. Why eat ice right, cream.
0: Right, <laughs> right. I was going to say, you just discouraged me from ice cream, and now you're saying, uh, get the real thing, uh, wuss. And but wh- you just said it's not good to go that route. So Froyo's a good alternative, healthier alternative, depending yeah. on what you have. You know what's healthier not eating love ice cream?
1: Menchie Menchie. I mean, Menchie's is great and stuff, me- dude. Menchie's not bad. Do you ever dip your toe in ice cream it, cake?
2: It, you know what's? <laughs> I do not like Literally ice cream cake. Literally or
1: figuratively? Literally.
2: <laughs> I do not like ice cream cake. Wow. One time a guy I was dating brought me like an ice cream cake. I legit didn't eat what it. What a terrible I was like, thank that you, guy but is. I did it. I didn't eat it. What
1: piece of crap that guy is!
2: It was like cookies and cream. First of all, I don't like cookies and cream. Ice cream cake. I don't (laughs) like cookies and cream, and I don't like ice cream cake. And he did both, so I was like, "You obviously
1: don't know me." Imagine buying a girl (laughs) and seeing an ice cream cake, and and she gets pissed off about it. Yeah, and And we were dating
2: like five months, and everyone's like,
1: like, "Hey, man, like I I like that girl, Jeanette. What happened, dude? I messed up. Dude, I messed up. I bought her an ice cream cake,
0: man. It it was never the same after that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I okay. Well, I find. Victor Wimbenyama to be overhyped right now. Jeanette is going with ice cream. What is something or someone you find to be completely overhyped? 888 760 3776. 888 760 3776. Tweeted us at KLV 1063. 888 760 3776. Something or someone you find to be completely overhyped. Stone, I don't know how you're going to follow that up.
1: The floor is yours. Yeah, I've had a tough one with this one, but I want to keep it in the association with you. I'm a big Chris Paul hater. I've never understood what we do with Chris Paul, why we deemed him the point god. And it really stuck out to me in this playoff run with the Phoenix Suns because when Chris Paul injured himself and was out of this lineup, it was like a a newfound thing that the Suns came a part of. They were able to speed up that pace. The They're, ball was moving a little the bit. The ball was the moving. The offense a little. was more efficient. And, and and then it brought to my attention, okay, I do understand this guy's 38 years old. But when you have a guy like Devin Booker and Kevin Durant who who never wanted to utter the words that were better without Chris Paul, like every single statistic showed it. Every single expert out there who's analyzing anything broke it down and we're like, hey, this is a better Suns team than we we thought that we were going to get. And we think that it's because Chris Paul's not in the lineup and now we're having this discussion of where Chris Paul goes next and whatnot. I think we're going to be surprised when that market's a lot smaller than we think for a 38-year-old Chris Paul. So Chris Paul's always been that guy for me. I wanted to go Bill Belichick, but Chris Paul beat him.
0: Oh, wow. Stone's bringing it. That's yeah. pretty good because Bill Belichick, I think that's in the discussion. I think how it is. Bill
2: Belichick in the discussion, though? Of all pretty Overhyped. much all,
1: Yes. What's he done since Tom left? I think the drop-off all after Tom's left has been so, it's been so big. As they say, everybody that he's yeah.
2: mentored has gone on to
1: Great Fail. His coaching tree's not all that, that strong. What? They're still
0: professionals. Matt Patricia? Josh
1: McDaniel? I mean, I mean, I he's mean good. Stone
0: couldn't say Josh McDaniel's name without laughing right now.
1: <laughs> right. Right, there are those guys. I don't think And he's, he's in over-hyped. round two I don't think of his coaching over-hyped. opportunity. Yes, he is.
0: I mean, Matt Patricia, I had one of the worst head coaching tenures we've ever seen. <laughs> and, and, and some I think da- you guys just like to hate Bill Belichick.
2: No, he yes. Bill Belichick.
0: Of course we exactly. do. Exactly.
2: So give the man a chance. And uh, thank
1: you for Tom Brady. Chance. I think we're giving him a chance. and I He's I, been given a chance. I think the fact that you want to keep Mac Jones and you want to draft <laughs> a guy like Mac You're Jones. Right.
0: I mean, that disqualifies it, you right there. It, it, it says a lot
1: about you. And I, I think as the league advances, and he's been one to keep up with the time. And surround himself with the people who integrate the new wrinkles and all that. Like he's getting passed by from the the Sean McVays, the McDermotts, the Mike McDaniel's. Like he's getting passed by Mike McDaniel. Remember? I
2: like how he's Stone said it says a lot about you that you don't think Bill <laughs> Belichick is not over right. Like. Right. I, I, I think he's, he's good. Thank you for Tom Brady. He's
0: turned that into uh, a personality trait that he can decipher of yours. Exactly. Uh, by the way, remember last year when uh, before training camp started. Uh, we saw a picture of Mac Jones and it looked like he had more peck than man boob for the first time and Patriots fans went crazy. Oh, here he is. He, he's been in the weight room because he didn't have man boobs anymore. They thought that he was gonna turn into uh turn into an old pro this year. That was hilarious. When Mac Jones uh stone lost his man boobs and Patriots fans thought this is our year, here he comes. <laughs> yeah, it was like the newfound Jesus. Here he is. They here they, he they, is they boobless
1: Jesus. They shave you ever have to shave baby <laughs> fat off of an NFL player, you're doomed. Like you're you're doomed. You shouldn't have the baby. Pad. You should come into the league ready. I'm the one to speak, but. I, uh, I, I, I,
2: that's why I just, I'm staring I, at Stone I, like, uh-huh. But if, I was, see if see I, but
1: if I was going into the NFL, I'd be rocked up. Mac Jones just kind of waltzed his way in there, legitimately waltzed in the NFL draft through that hallway. So
0: how do you explain Nikola Jokic? I don't think you can. I just don't try to do it. I almost slipped up and said, Jovich, who's coming? He's coming. Oh, no, he's
1: coming. Even but, though nobody out there knows who that is, he's coming. Yeah, But, but I mean, you look at Jokic and he's. He's, I mean, he's a a dab of pudding. <laughs> but the thing is, I think that's what makes him such a good hooper. I think it what makes him so tough to defend. That was the three-pointer he had last night at the end of the third quarter. The buzzer beater? Oh, where AD's my just goodness. laughing? Just laughing. Just looking at the man like, what is wrong with you? And I yeah. think it has to do with him being a, a, a blob of pudding, as you put it. <laughs> uh,
0: what is something <laughs> or someone you find to be completely overhyped right now? I'm going with Victor Wembanyama. Not that I don't think he's going to be a great player, but... To just declare him the the greatest prospect in the history of team sports, just hold on for a second. Jeanette with the upset of the century saying ice cream, she finds ice cream to be overhyped. Not a particular kind of ice cream, but the entire genre. That's like saying, hey, you know what's overhyped? Music could do without it. You know what's overhyped? Oxygen. <laughs> yeah, don't need it.
2: Oh, uh, if we want to go with the music, route, I think Drake is. Very overhyped.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah, he's yeah. very overhyped. Yeah,
1: I don't sure. think jeanette has gone through enough breakups. She doesn't date enough people to. She's she I haven't know. dated
2: enough people. I, I, I mean, <laughs> yeah.
1: uh, hold on. I, I think mean, she I mean, think like, dating's overhyped, oh, right. I think I, Relationship
2: like men you, are. You, I love
1: them, but you, you, you haven't had enough relationships, like like long, serious relationships. One. Yeah. What did we where,
0: determine it was a long relationship for you? Like, what's the time period? <laughs> like long term relationship? Well, months, you, you said.
2: it's what what four months? I think
0: that's what she said. No, she said years.
2: What, there's like six months into dating
0: huh.
2: that you huh. might meet somebody like a close friend or my family, you know, um, that's where it starts. you like,
0: you, your dating timeline is sort of like the eras of, uh, of, of life on this planet. <laughs> like, you've got the Jurassic era, <laughs> you've...
2: Well, okay, so the, time, the timeline goes like this. Okay, what, which route are we going? If I meet somebody, like, on a nap?
0: Yeah, oh, when, when do they meet mommy? How long?
2: <laughs> well, there's different types of family members that they will meet before they get to mommy, okay? First, we'll meet my cousins who are very real, very honest. And I would actually go with they will meet my close friends before they meet my family
0: mm. because... Oh, yeah, I think that's probably pretty fair, right?
2: Okay, but they're not that's meeting normal. mommy mm-hmm. until, like, eight months.
0: I, you know what? That's actually more reasonable than I thought. That's fine. I thought she was going to say like year and a half.
2: No, nah, I'm getting older. I've actually considered <laughs> serious relationships uh, now. The
0: biological clock is ticking. I understand. Not for kids. Right, right. Just for life. Yeah. Yeah, I understand. Uh, what is something or someone you find to be completely overhyped? I'm going Victor Wembanyama. Jeanette's going ice cream. Stone says Chris Paul. I really like that one. Eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. 3776 Twitter at KLV 106.3. Let's head to Boca, our man, Bobby, here on Ken Levick Alive. What's up, Bobby? What's up, fellas? What's going on today? How you doing? Good, man. Good. All right, I got I got two, Ken. Okay. I think they're probably two different types, but Trey Lance, the 49ers give up three first-round picks yeah.
1: in order to get to the picks to get it. him with the second pick in the draft. And Zion, William, Zion Williamson, who's not played more than – like 30 games a year since he got drafted. I believe
0: he played 75 in his first year with Stan Van. Stan Van got let go, and that dude's played like 30, 31, 32 games since then. He is the biggest guy to be packed in bubble wrap in NBA history.
1: (laughs) I I agree. I mean, when he plays, he's a freak of nature. But the the, the thing is, the word is when he plays.
0: Yeah, exactly. And that's my concern with big men. Period. And that's my concern with Victor Wembanyama. and appreciate the call. Now, here's the difference. Victor Wimbenyama hasn't missed a single game this year in his, his European league. He's been durable. He stayed on the floor. But, again, he's playing 6'4", 6'5", Europeans. It's like he's playing the equivalent of NBA against a, a junior high eighth grade team. He, he did... Really. really tall junior high eighth grade. I mean, he, <laughs> I mean, pretty skilled. They're a really good eighth grade team. They're they're conference
1: champions. <laughs> he, he beat up on G League Ignite. Now, that's not a strong argument. That's not going to make you but, go, okay, oh, but those are some there. prospects. I mean,
0: it's it's uh, better than the than the high school yeah. yes, <laughs> eighth is. grade route Ken one I mean, two or three of the top ten picks are going to exactly. be G League Ignite guys, including those brothers, those twins. Yep. By the way, if you're the Detroit Pistons and you won 17 games and then you pick fifth, you're down bad. I mean bad. <laughs> I mean it's not just that you're you're in Detroit. You're like down bad. <laughs> is you're Detroit
2: just, that bad?
0: Um it's not great.
2: I haven't been yet. It's, it's on the bucket list cuz it's one of the biggest American cities. I just I just find what
0: it, it to not be super exciting. Like there's all obviously cultural aspects to it, I just don't find it to be great. And I'm not talking about like people rip on Chicago, oh you're going to get murdered. It's not that. They it's do just it so many I times. don't find Detroit to be that Stimulating. Uh, mm, okay. What is something or someone that you find to be overhyped? 888 760 3776. 3776. There is no overhyping to be done when you're talking about how Baptist Health Orthopedic Care can help your joint pain. If you're experiencing foot and ankle pain, see an expert in the field. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealthnet slash ortho to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle Joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptishealth.net slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptishealth.net slash ortho. Not even Ben and Jerry's.
2: They try too hard with all the weird flavors, trying to, like, I love their social media presence and what they stand for as an organization, but their ice creams?
0: No. Jesus God. She's Jeanette Javier, the Dominique Queen. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick live on ESPN 106.3. I just, from a generational standpoint, I'm curious. So Jeanette and I, Jeanette's a couple of years younger than me, even though two weeks ago she claimed I was in my 40s. I still haven't forgotten that.
2: Wow, and Not I think 40. it's more than a couple years that I'm younger than you. I'm 32.
0: Is six a couple of years, or is that more than a couple of years? A
2: couple is defined as two.
0: It's a lot more than a couple.
2: Wait, is a couple defined as two? Yes.
0: No. Yes, that's You're why just,
2: it's a couple. That's, you guys you are a couple.
0: that's how you translated.
1: That's how you tran. Oh, no. Hmm. I think it's the context. No. Because, yeah, you could say, yeah, that guy's been in the league for a couple of years, and that could mean like five. I guess you're right, because a couple... But, fine, a couple as a
0: relationship is one thing, but a couple in terms of a number, I, I I just didn't know that...
2: The English language is so weird, it confuses me every time. When I think I figured it out, I don't. Couple. Is is
0: a couple by definition two?
2: I'm over half a decade or older than you.
0: When you're talking about numbers, when you're talking about numbers, is a couple by definition too. 888-760-3776. 760 3776 On Twitter, at KLV1063. Fine, six years is not a couple though. I don't think that, but we're, are, does that make us different generation? When were you When were you born? So that would be
2: 1988?
0: No, 90. Oh, <laughs> Nineteen ninety. That might be a totally. No, 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 no. We're both millennials. I'm just an early millennial. You're like a mid millennial. Okay. Yeah, but this is Gen Z. Stone's Gen Z. So mm. you were old. En- were you? You were old enough to remember. I guess you wouldn't have been old enough to remember Shaq coming into the league. You weren't no. quite old enough to remember that. No. All right. I remember so, when he left. So I was old enough. I was eight when Shaq came in, and I remember like, it was Shaq. As an eight-year-old, Shaq was. One of the coolest things ever because he immediately came into the league and started ripping down backboards and doing that whole thing. But I remember I remember being eight years old and Shaq was coming to the NBA. He had the cool-ass name. He was big as hell. He was a giant. Like Shaq was cool. There was a lot of hype. Even as an eight-year-old, I was hearing a lot about Shaq before he came into the league. And then there was LeBron. I still don't know. I don't care whatever, or what sport it is. Football baseball, whatever, there's never been more over-the-top, breathless hype than what LeBron got. And the fact that, and I'm not the biggest LeBron guy, but the fact that LeBron not only lived up to it, he's probably in some areas surpassed it, is one of the most stunning things to me in my entire sports life.
1: Yeah, not stunning to me. It's actually really cool. I think going back and when that documentary comes out, like that's going to be the coolest episode. Like living up to that hype. I, I love asking this question to guys. Sorry, I almost said your age, but guys who are around for this. What about the Lower Marion star? What about Kobe Bean? Uh, was that something yeah. coming out? I mean, and,
0: and I guess Kobe too. Were you old enough for that, Jeanette? Negative. Kobe. Kobe's thing was yeah, there was a lot of hype, but part of it was because of who he was around, like, he went to prom with Brandy. Right. You know, like, that to me. That's a flex. Right, That to me, that's what made Kobe appealing because he, before he even got into the NBA, had crossed into, like, the Hollywood sphere. Mm-hmm. Kobe wasn't a top, he wasn't a top 10 pick. Uh, he was a good player, but he struggled at first when he got to the NBA. The Kobe hype was not the same as the LeBron hype. The LeBron hype was off the charts. I mean, Kobe, I don't even remember Kobe having a game on ESPN or anything like that. He got coverage. People talked about him. But any high school making the leap to NBA, because it was still rare at that time, was going to get that coverage. Kevin Garnett got as much hype as Kobe did. Kevin Garnett, and this is me growing up in Chicago, Kevin Garnett. Played his senior year at Farragut in Chicago, one of the best Chicago publicly high school basketball programs. Kevin Garnett got as much hype. Darius Miles, East St. Louis, got as oh, yeah. much hype as Kobe did.
2: And I, did you guys watch a lot of the pre-show before the draft yesterday? Yeah, there was a bunch of LeBron being drafted and conversation. Yeah, um, before the lottery even happened, so that hype about LeBron is still going on, and I actually got annoyed by that.
0: If if today. We did to Victor Wimbenyama. If we gave him the coverage that LeBron got coming out of high school back in 2002, 2003, there would be a lot of people in sports talk radio or in media writing about how terribly exploitative ESPN, Fox Sports, FS1 are being of this high school kid. Like that was a different era mm-hmm. of television. And it was a little weird at the time. But it happened, and it was okay. Now, there'd be think pieces galore about the type of spotlight. Even in an era of, of recruiting ceremonies and recruiting services and the entire thing, we would have strong discussions about, are we doing a little too much with this guy?
1: Yeah, I always find this conversation interesting because you see things on social media like Michael Jordan wouldn't have survived in the social media era. Like I, I Well, think because we,
0: of his it, talent-wise, yes, but because of his scandals, probably not. Right, so LeBron's I, got a no. lot of... <laughs> le, no, not at all. And he takes things way too personally. Yeah, like LeBron's done a nice job of any inadequacies he has, because let's be clear, there's no way he's as squeaky clean as he... Uh, as he. <laughs> Why uh, not? No, there's no... Come on, come we, on. Come we come on. know no, everything no, no, no.
2: about he's this man. He's got great people. No. no,
0: I don't think we do. No, I. Don't I, think, we do. My, wow. I don't think we do.
2: My hope in all athletes I mean, being squeaky clean is when Tiger Woods went down with his whole scandal with his wife. Tiger Woods was the most squeaky clean A B C D in the line athlete
0: I, of and, all time. And again, I'm not making I'm not making any accusations of anything. I just find it hard to believe that LeBron has led the squeaky clean. Mm. Uh, like he's he's been the biggest athlete on the planet. For decades now, there's the, NDAs
2: everywhere well, the, he goes. And the
0: definition, the definition of of like a, a partnership, and what's acceptable, and what can be done, and what can't, when it comes to someone, uh, the the level of LeBron and someone the level of me are completely different, right? But he has it, the the relationships he has in the circle he keeps, which is very tight. All things considered. I, I will say this. I don't know. I don't know anything about anything. I just have a hard time believing because I'm cynical. But the people he's held around him, the trust level that he can the have in the people around him, it is some of the most impressive, ultra superstar, make sure you find the right relationships type of setup that any mega superstars ever had like am I wrong about that Jeanette like LeBron has set himself up as expertly and as business-like professionally as anybody I can ever remember
2: not only that but you know when these celebrities go out in public one they're calling the businesses that they're stepping into and you sign and be if you're just the normal schmo walking through the door going to where these celebrities are you got an NDA right in front of you and you can't walk through doors until you sign it I've been there
1: yeah, but I think that— Ooh, what a flush! Yeah, yeah, I hate well, that. I've been there. But, I'm yeah, just trying
2: to, you know, I'm just giving you real-life experience. A, a,
1: a lot of kudos go to Savannah James in, in regards to how squeaky clean LeBron's been, because she, as well, has never been in the spotlight. But I think we talk about the social media in this day and age where, where these, you know— no, I don't want to say porn stars, but these people, they, they have on podcasts and they just air thi- yeah. They just air things out. Like, right, right. I, I slept with this guy, this guy, the Phoenix Suns. Like, there's all these people doing things. I think something would have come out now with LeBron James. Regardless of an NDA, like, somebody would have let something slip. Because it's LeBron James, because you have that information, you want to let it fly. So, I don't know. Well, I find it hard to believe. We do know been, everything about this guy. He eats been, tacos on Tuesday. I mean, actually, there what? have been some women who have come out with claims. You Nah.
0: What
2: does that mean? That's the worst. thing. I, I eat tacos on Tuesday. Everybody he, in this he's building He's cryo he
1: Start. He did not start talking. I Tuesday. know, but I. But what I mean is, we know he cryo chambers so on Monday, on ta- on Tuesday. He eats tacos on Wednesday. Like we know what LeBron James does in his everyday life. He's oh, posting either? frequently on social media. Like there's nothing that he's doing that we don't know that he's doing.
2: And sometimes the people, the good guys, are the ones with the biggest front.
1: Okay, <laughs> come on. We're talking about LeBron. I James. don't care. There's the biggest front.
0: <laughs> okay, but at this point, we would have uh, something, would a uh,
2: Yeah. Or, or,
0: or mm-hmm. uh, again. I don't, I don't,
2: I don't believe uh, it.
0: Uh, there's always going to be like these claims and, oh, well, this. But he's, again, he's got such a good circle. He's so businesslike that if anything pops up or pops off,
1: boom. Hey, we'll
0: take care of it. Like, it, that's good
1: stuff. There's man. no emails. There's no nothing. That's baller stuff it right is.
0: there. I'm not killing the guy. I'm just saying, I find it hard to believe he's been the most squeaky clean. But what I do know is this man has lived an impeccable professional life. And I respect the hell out of that. What's something or someone you find to be completely overhyped? Eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. 760 3776 Aaron on Twitter, at KLV1063. He tweets, college football playoff selection. No offense to Cincinnati, but the whole thing just favors the Power 5 conferences. Not a true playoff system. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, it is overhyped, but it's partially overhyped because, it's the way that college football designed its most important games, and there's a lot of money on the line. So they have to overhype the hell out of it, even though it's the
1: same four teams every damn year. Yeah, I can definitely hear the argument. What I think is interesting is it always comes down to one or two teams. That's it. Like, that's what you're that's what you're tuning in for, to see if TCU gets in or to see if Ohio State gets right. in. Like, it's always one. Well, no, that Ohio spot. State's generally always in. It's yeah. Ohio
0: State, it's Alabama. So then I guess you can add Georgia to the list now. By the way, Stetson Bennett, uh, we found out, we have found out that he's been in college or was in college since 2017, still didn't graduate. That's so, a long time. So Stetson Bennett, who's about 37 years old, <laughs> two-time national champion, was at school since 2017 and didn't actually graduate. Shocking revelation. I get six years. What a life, dude. Okay, but
2: like, what would you want to graduate at that point?
0: Uh, then you, know, just, like you just you look like a juvenile You like, don't have to now But he comes that's off That's what I'm saying like,
2: He comes fine. off
0: as the epitome of privilege now
1: For sure like, I think
2: you're taking advantage Yeah, you are That's not privilege There's a difference between it, taking advantage and being privileged It was
0: bad enough that he was a Heisman Trophy candidate last year As a <laughs> 38-year-old dad of four you know, it was, Did you it really was have
2: four kids. No,
0: no. <laughs> it's, it's bad enough that a man collecting social security was put in the Heisman trophy finalist list as a lifetime achievement award. But then you find out that someone in college since 2017, even had the benefit of the pandemic to give him extra time to graduate while he was playing college football, still couldn't Get his degree.
1: Yeah, somebody could have gotten the degree for him. Like, when we watch some of these NBA players get, like, like, a Donovan Mitchell, oh, he just grabbed Justin Fields. Like, they weren't doing the—there's no know, way they're doing their homework.
0: You know Stetson Bennett is not— Wait,
1: don't do that to
0: Donovan Mitchell. I'm sorry. How do you know Donovan Mitchell didn't do his homework? Uh, Darvin Ham and them? Come on. like what, Are I mean, they Donovan, studying
1: at 7, yeah. 8, 9 p.m.? No, yeah. they're not.
0: You know that Stetson Bennett, too, is not going to go back to Athens after four or five years and finish his degree. I bet he has, like, one did, class did, did, he has to do. Time,
2: time out, Ken. Did you do all your homework? Of course, I
1: did not do all of my homework. Freaking guy, throwing Donovan Mitchell under the bus. Did you do
0: all your homework? In a
1: sense, that's kind of my point. Like I graduated and didn't do any of my homework. You think Justin Fields is doing any of his homework? Why are you throwing Justin Fields into this? Because he just got his degree, and we all went woo. We did this thing. Good. He put the work in, man. He put uh, as much work well, in what, as you, what you did. What's gotta get players getting their degree? I think literally
2: that, doing the same thing that you did. I think, right. that,
1: I think that these players and aren't, playing at Ohio State instead of Southern <laughs> Illinois. <clears throat> I think all these people aren't as squeaky clean as we make them out to be. How about that? Uh, I don't. I think he's taking that.
0: Uh, you're taking a lot of liberties with that approach. How about that I reverse
1: know. Uno card?
0: Uh, it's. It, I'm sorry. They actually saw through Stetson Bennett. He didn't do his homework. I
1: can play this game, too. Didn't do his homework and still couldn't find a way to graduate. And he was in school since 2017. Stetson had such an opportunity. Get your degree and then get hired somewhere in Athens. Be the face of some company. Do this, do that. But what's going on here? you just strolling. What's, what's he doing today? What's his schedule look speaking like today? man of
0: privilege,
1: this is a guy who not only got his degree, and, and I mean, I don't care
0: one way or another, but Stetson Bennett, if you want to judge him for being in college since 2017, <laughs> playing college football for as long as he did and still not getting his degree, I'm okay with it. Like that, It's okay to judge that, right, Jeanette? No, if, I, if that's what I mean. It's Especially, it's this is the same guy who this offseason gets tied up with the cops because he's knocking on people's doors. At 3 in the morning in Texas like a drunk jackass and then is blaming the cops for ruining his drop stock. Again, like a privileged little creep. (laughs) Stetson Bennett's a privileged little creep. That part's privileged.
2: Yeah. I think playing college for as long as you can is just taking advantage of the system. Going around and pulling that, that is when you're privileged.
0: You know what? This dude got a Lifetime Achievement Award award, uh, invite to New York City for the Heisman Trophy presentation when he clearly wasn't one of the best players in college football, (laughs) okay? Then he goes to college from 2017 to 2023, can't bother to finish his degree, and then is being a public menace and blames the police for his predicament. I'm sorry. For he is a privileged little creep.
1: He's a hot mess. Is Stetson Bennett a
0: privileged <laughs> little creep? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. 888 760 us, at KLV1063. 760 I love how as soon as I said Stetson Bennett's name, Stone knew exactly what was coming up as well. Uh, she's Jeanette Javier, the Dominic Queen, who doesn't like ice cream. I'm Ken Lavick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Lavick Alive on ESPN 106.3. Walking outside, it just feels like death. It's so hot, so humid, so gross. I had a parent-teacher conference today for uh, Addie, my six-year-old. She's doing great, by the way, man. She is reading at like a third, fourth grade level. Awesome. Just like just like her pops. She's got good genes. Like my pops when... Like like me when I was in first grade, not now. I read at a much greater level than fourth grade right now.
2: That's where I was going to go with yeah. So, congratulations.
0: Yeah. I didn't frame that correctly. To both of you. Yeah, I appreciate that. Um, but, so I went for an earlier run than I normally do. And it was like... in the morning, and I was already sweating. Sweating. And I was just thinking, what if I come back home after this run and the AC is broken? Like, that would be, that just gives me anxiety to think about. Because it is hot and disgusting and awful. Because you know what? It's that time of year. It's that time of year in South Florida. For all you newcomers, welcome home! Because this is what it's like for eight and a half months out of the year. Hot and unbearable. Outside of the comforts of your own home and if your ac goes down then you know what the indoors feels like how it feels outside and that's a massive problem that's what happened to our man theo dorsey last week what did he do he went the eds route eds is yes edsairconditioning.com he got that gold package that came after hours Took care of him and made sure that him and his fiance were feeling cool by bedtime. EDS is yes. EDSAirconditioning.com. Train comfort specialist. It's hard to stop a train. It's EDS Air Conditioning. They've been doing it since 2006. They service Palm Beach County and surrounding areas. EDS Air Conditioning. EDSAirconditioning.com. Is Stetson Bennett a privileged little creep? 888 uh, 760 Aaron tweets in. We were, we were asking what the definition, uh, the, the literal numerical definition of couple is. You made the good point, Jeanette, that I never really thought about. When you're talking about relationships, a couple is two. A thruple is three. Um, a fruple is four? Or is that just... Uh, it's made up. <laughs>
2: Um some weird dream you're having.
0: That's just living in Utah. <sighs> oh wow. Yeah. Well played. Uh-huh. Yeah. That was probably something offensive. I don't know. Uh so Aaron tweets in uh couple is two, few is three, and many is four or more. Does that seem like that's a pretty sound definition? Couple is two, few is three, and many is four.
2: Yeah. Isn't that two's a party, three's a show? Four's how does that phrase go? I don't know. Isn't it a song, too?
0: I have no idea. Okay. What? Does it repeat that?
2: It's supposed to be like two's a party, three's a show, four's...
0: For dough, Putting for dough.
2: I, oh, I'm going to look it up. I don't know.
0: I have no I've idea done what better. we're talking about. I have no idea what we're talking about. Please hold. Uh, Moonshine, he tweets in, the most overhyped thing in sports. We've been talking about the most overhyped thing, period. Uh, someone or something most overhyped. I say Victor Wembenyama. Is in that discussion just because I, I don't wish ill will upon the man, but Adrian Wojnarowski calling him the the uh, most uh, the most hyped prospect in the history of team sport. Like, let's just chill. Reverend says most overhyped Dolphins fans fans behave like they've won an Olympic gold medal after a regular season win. Reverend, how dare you? What's the saying, Jeanette?
2: Uh, I haven't looked it up yet, but oh, okay. two, I think two is overhyped.
0: Oh, you think you think you Tua's guys made over-hyped. way
2: too big of a deal about Tua. Stone and is, is, giving is Tua
0: you? overhyped. Is I, Tua no, no? I think I don't think so. I maybe think it's if just anything, being around both of you. you know, I think he's disrespected. I think you are falling victim to the fact that Stone and I see the promise in Tua. Here, here we, go. we see the see? numbers he put mm-hmm. up, we exactly. see the accuracy of yep. Tua, we see what the offense was when he was yeah. healthy. That's not overhyped, that's just accurate observation. Yeah, they correctly. say the, the, the
1: phrase is heart over overhyped for uh-huh. us, it's hope over hype. In in the case of Tua,
2: I, I I what you guys just discussed just fulfilled exactly what I needed to hear when I said that. So yeah, Tua is overhyped. Thank you.
1: I don't I don't I don't agree with you, at all. And that's our Hawaiian son. So you better watch your mouth when that's you're right. talking about him. You know,
2: shout out to Hawaii, beautiful island. Can't wait to go back. But Tua, sorry,
0: honey. Um, Chill out a bit. Scott, We're coming. Scott tweets in. AD is overhyped. Anthony Davis. Mm-hmm. I awoke this morning to hear <laughs> KJM. 6 to 10 a.m. here on ESPN 106.3, talking about how worried the Nuggets should be about Game 2. I will say this. The Lakers, did they play better in the fourth quarter last night because that was headed for a blowout? Yes. Um, is Because it's not just KJM. It's Nick Wright. It's Jamel Hill all tweeting about, uh oh, uh, oh, problems now for the Nuggets. You should feel great if you're the Lakers. The Lakers lost Game One. Sorry, like what we're going to do with the Lakers? The Lakers, Stone, you would agree, you're a Lakers guy, LeBron, but guy, they did not play well for three quarters last night, not at all. And there was a, a switch defensively on Jokic last night, and that seemed to help for a little bit. But let's not act like the Lakers should take some moral victory. You've got LeBron on that team. You can't take a moral victory off of a game where you were down 25 at one point. It's not. It doesn't work like that. And it goes back to what I think we saw in the Knicks series with the Heat is hope analysis because the NBA is on the doorstep of a Lakers-Celtics final hope analysis as opposed to actual intelligent analysis of a game. I guarantee you LeBron would never say, hey, you know what? We feel good after that one.
1: We battled. Yeah, uh, first of all, I love you coining the term hope analysis. I think it's something that now we can just point and say, hey, yeah. they're just hoping for something. Easy.
0: And we're going to see it in the Heat Celtics, Celtics series starting good. tonight. Yeah, like, we're going to see it.
1: Like, it's, it's awesome. But that's a bold tweet from Scott there after a 40 point double double from Anthony Davis. It was good.
2: I think Scott's point, though, was that he is always, they're always talking about AD and how fantastic he is and this, this, and that. He had one good game. He's
0: fantastic.
2: No, he's not overall. When he's, he's fantastic.
0: When he's healthy, he is a total different when has he been healthy?
2: Well,
0: he's been healthy. Well, I mean, more so this year than he has I've past seen years.
2: more talk about AD throwing shade to LeBron than I've seen him be effective on the <laughs> I, court. Okay? I'll put
0: it this way. If Victor Wembenyama doesn't turn out to be this completely unbelievable greatest player of all time, at the very least, he would wish that he could be an AD. Oh, my God. We'll put it that
1: way. Yes. Right?
0: Um, uh, let's go ahead and let, let's take calls on the other side. The most overhyped Someone or something right now to you. Most overhyped something or someone to you right now. 888-760-3776. 760 3776 I say Victor Wembinyama. There's just too much hyperbole around him right now. Jeanette, her most overhyped thing is ice cream. Stone says Chris Paul. Also, when we come back, Victor Wembinyama was not the biggest story to come out of last night at the NBA draft lottery. I'll tell you. What is when we return? She's Jeanette Javier, the Dominique Queen. I'm Ken LeVick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.